You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. talk about little richard's album here's little richard here's li- here's little oh in the room i have ben Hello. and adam yeah uh here's little richard is the debut album from little richard released on march uh, 1957 on specialty records producer is bumps blackwell the genre is rock and roll r&b in 1955, a 22-year-old from Macon, uh, Georgia, set the music world on fire with the rambunctious rock and roll anthem Tutti Frutti. Two years later, the collection of Little Richard's hits debuted as a full-length album of pure insane energy. As Richard's thunderous piano, grainy vocals, and frenetic wails remain one of the great sounds in rock and roll history. What did we think of Here's Little Richard? Insane energy is correct. Yeah. There's <laughs> nobody like Little Richard. Yeah, this is just full on just pure rock and roll adrenaline. Just it just just hit me hit mainline me with it. Just His give it to me. His voice is so aggressive in the best way. He's like exploding out of the microphone mm-hmm. into your ears, but in the in a way that's also like just gravelly enough to be pleasant. Mm-hmm. Like I, it says in the book that they were looking for like a Ray Charles like clone or something. They were just looking for somebody like that, you know, some guy with a piano. Mm-hmm. And uh, my God, like uh, he's got the calm of Ray Charles, or like the control of Ray Charles, but like he's so much more aggressive. I mean, they got more than they bargained well, his, for. His voice just eats up that what what was like quarter inch tape that yeah. they recorded on. Yeah, it had that needle had to be. Halfway through the red, it's that like whole recording, shaking the tape, yeah, right, right. and it, but it, it, it warms up so nicely, just like that awesome, just like overdriven analog yeah. distortion. I would say this is one, of, yeah. yeah, the distorted vocals of his his projection is probably one of the most sought after sounds mm-hmm. of like rock history, right? Mm-hmm. That sort of yeah, warm but distorted and just over the top, yeah. overdriven. Yeah. In into your ears, in your face, yeah, getting you excited about this music. And what a better! I know it was released as a single before it was released as a full length. But what a better introduction to the world than a womp bam a loo bop a lot bam boom. Yeah, I mean, that's the first words people heard him say. Yeah, it's it's cool. 
Yeah, with attitude. Yeah. With serious yeah. attitude. A, I got something to say, yeah. and it's this. I mean, <laughs> we talked about Elvis and Elvis's version of Tutti Frutti, but, I mean, again... It, it's I, cute, but, like... Yeah, it, uh, it just is not this. I, I imagine, like, a... Was it Bumps Blackwell? Yeah. Was that, yep. I imagine him saying something like, like, all right, little Richard, we're rolling. Just count off the band or something like a one, a two, a one, two, three, four. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right. <laughs> so there's a story about that that just came to my mind that I hadn't thought about until now. I remember uh, the guy who, who found him, which I guess was Bumps. Yeah. Um, I remember a story where, like, he's at a diner. I, I might be telling this wrong, but we can always fact check it later. But, like, sure. He's at a diner with this guy, and, you know, they're meeting each other. He's like, so what's your stuff sound like? And little Richard just goes up to the piano, like at this bar or diner that they're at, and he opens with that, that <laughs> opening line. Yeah. And and the guy's just like, what is this? <laughs> and he loved it. And, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's how, that was the song that he said, here's what I do. You know, and that was the song that he marked himself. Yeah. And, it's a good and resume. Another thing about that song that I have to recall was um, that Lemmy from Motorhead and Hawkwind, of course. Of course. Of course. Um, he, uh, I remember him reading somewhere that he said that uh, the song Tutti Frutti was uh, the song that made him want to be a musician. That's really cool. Like that he get, he's like, oh, whatever this is, this is for me. And I believe Motorhead covered it. I would like to hear that. Yeah. It sounds like I, I can hear it in my brain. I can I can hear a lot of these songs covered by Motorhead actually like <laughs> rip, rip it up. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, this this was sort of the collection of singles. He had already gotten six singles in the previous year in the top 40. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. And so here's the collection, you know, Elvis comes out earlier, but the the songs were already out there and circulating. This is his 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 album, his whole yeah. debut album, and I'd say from start to finish, I mean it's just wailing the entire time. There's not there's not a beat, doesn't mm-hmm. skip a beat. Twenty eight minutes. In the in the book, do the oh. triangles by the track names denote uh, singles? I'm assuming. Looks like it because it says here there's there's six triangles and it says uh, there were six. Songs, it's on the right so. songs. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the things no- noticing just when you look at the track listing listed out, these songs range from a cool two minutes even to two minutes and forty one seconds. <laughs> uh, I love. I mean, there's something about rock and roll of that time where they're just like hit it and quit it. Like, yeah. Write the song, like do the chorus a couple times, yeah. move along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get it on the radio. Two minutes. Next next track. Grab them, write yeah. another song similar yeah. to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the urgency uh, of these songs and even the urgency that they captured on tape, you guys notice how out of breath he is by the end of Jenny Jenny, the last <laughs> oh, yeah. track? He, he goes, Ooh, and, and he's he he's audibly gasping for breath and he misses words in the in the, the last third of the song. He's he's breathing by like, cause you know he he's doing the he's doing it's a call and response song. He's like, "Whoa, Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. won't you come along with me, Jenny, Jenny? Whoa, Jenny, Jenny." Normally, like the, the background singers would be like, "Jenny, Jenny, whoa, Jenny, Jenny," and he just one man show doing the whole thing. Yeah. And after two minutes of that, 
He's like, Jenna, Jenna. He's also doing those high falsetto. Oh, yeah. 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 And like, there's one of them that I remember at the end that, that, that he like kind of feels like a little like, oh, he's, got, mm -hmm. he's out of breath. Yeah. And, you know, nowadays, that would never make the final cut. Right. You know, like, they'd like, right. be like, okay, you know. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna overdub. Yeah. You're yep. gonna get your breath. We're gonna overdub over the last half of that song, but man, I love it. It it's just it's just such a you know that lightning in a bottle thing. Like yeah. that's one of those things. Yeah, where it was probably like you know they, they did the song how many however many times, and that time like his energy was just there, and they were like whatever that was great. Mm -hmm. Like that felt right. You know they do they just go with the whole thing because it felt right. Yeah, which I, I think is still a great way to record. It's honest rock and roll. Honest. If you do a pass yeah. that just sounds awesome and it's not like perfect in every place, but it's like but everybody felt it. Yeah. And isn't that what we're after? Like as as musicians, aren't you just trying to connect with people? And if everybody was like that's cool. Yeah. You know, then nailed it. And like I love it that you can hear. That. Speaking of feeling awesome, uh, a lot of these songs he, he recorded multiple times in his career with like different groups under different circumstances. But this group, well, this was a collection of singles, so it may have been different different players. But this collection of songs, whatever groups he had, whatever the recording circumstances was, one thing that that ties this group of singles together, the continuity. It's just the feel of every one of these songs mm. is on point. Like they just they use the take where they just captured that. Like they were they the were energy. just on. There was high energy the whole time. That's funny because uh, I this I didn't know this about him, uh, but I had heard like all these different recordings that uh, I wasn't sure what was going on over you know just from listening to him over the years. Um, it says yeah, uh, it may prove hard to find on vinyl. But the tracks are collected on many CDs. Checking for the specialty name should ensure that the copies are originals and not the inferior covers that Richard made for many other labels. Mm. So it sounds like he just kept tracking these songs, you know, new recordings, yeah, uh, and just re-releasing them as, as the years went on. So yeah, I mean, like this, if even if it's an old song, like I guess if you want that raw early version, yeah, this is it. Yeah, these are the versions of these songs. Yeah, to have. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I didn't mention this in the. I mean, good, great album cover. And again. it's not on Spotify, by the way. Yeah, it's the first one so far in the uh, uh, in the book uh, that we. Fat Stomp, no, wasn't. Oh, it wasn't. No. Oh, they just put a bunch of like yeah. live ones and yeah. stuff. But I mean, yeah. like, yeah, this one, like, they had one song, "Long Tall Sally," is on Spotify. So yeah. it's just interesting because I, I feel like his. What I'm, what I find interesting about it is that his catalog is so mixed up across all these different labels and yeah. everything that like 
for whatever reason, it's just he's one of the rare people that you can't yeah. find on Spotify. Yeah, I'm now just hearing Lemmy singing "Long Tall Sally," <laughs> and it just it works so well. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so I think we all agree, classic album. Oh, cool album. yeah, yeah. Pivotal, I would say, in rock and roll. I mean, this inspired so many people. This. Yeah. Uh, if you want to, you could probably even ignore Elvis's debut. I, I wouldn't, but... I, I mean, did, this, I did. I mean, like, this is stuff that... I listened to this uh, Little Richard, you know, when I was growing up in my formative rock and roll years, and I never really listened to Elvis. Right. I didn't, I didn't check him out until much later, when I was in my, like, 20s, other than just, like, pop culture references. Mm-hmm. And, man, I mean, like, I still feel that way, right? It's like, Little yeah. Richard's the... One, if you're yeah. gonna listen to 50s rock and roll, we've yeah. covered some other rock and roll, like quintessential rock and roll records already in this. Like uh, you said, Elvis, we've done Buddy Holly and the Crickets, mm-hmm. we've done Fast Domino, which is arguably rock and roll. Yes, the, yeah. this is, I think, so far the the first one that like the his lyrical content isn't dangerous at all, but it's dangerous in its execution. Like mm-hmm. he is almost off the rails him and his band like you're listening to this record and anything could happen and yeah. that that just danger devil may care caution to the wind is rock and roll yeah. i feel like he's the roots of punk rock yeah i mean like if i was to try to just at least somebody that I, that i that influenced me that's like got the energy that i like about punk rock and the earliest person who i think embodies the spirit of it, mm-hmm. of just like I don't care. I am who I am. I'm doing what I want. You know, that's. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the guy that I, I go back and I say yeah, that's his early. I mean, jazz has like the spirit. Yeah. Maybe, but it's so much more technical. Right. Punk is more about like raw energy and attitude. Right. That's a little richer. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. The quote. The quote here says. On stage, I'd do anything. Yeah. <laughs> that quote's from the 1980s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that too. Uh, uh, yeah, he is, he is the godfather um, of rock and roll, I guess. You know, if you're going to have that, that attitude, that defiance, that, that counterculture mm-hmm. essence, you know, who better than a gay black man in the 50s from, yeah. the, from the South? Yeah. Yes. yeah. rebellious and i mean just what a what an energy what a Mm -hmm. performer i guess flashback his appearance on full house (laughs) Uh, just remembered that gem oh he was in many movies later in (laughs) his career tv shows and movies episode with uh with full house oh my god Yep. So good. Some Stamos in there. The, He's it's singing. the best line because they're because they're like offering him to play a show or something. He goes, "Shut up!" So I can say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I didn't it's remember so it until good. you said that. Yeah, it's so good. Like we we still quote it because it's just like ah, little Richard. You yeah. always knew what to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently, he is. Uh, for anybody that has met him. Uh, in person, he is so nice and such a that's cool, such a wonderful. He'll take the time for fans and wave and say hello. Wow. Um, to that's cool to everyone. Love it. I like hearing good things about Little Richard. <laughs> yeah. So, Little Richard, uh, was he from Macon, Georgia? Is that where he's from? Yes. But uh, he was discovered 
by Bumps. Yep. Playing playing in a bar in in New Orleans. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Do you know how how long he had been there as a, as like a performer before he was discovered? Um, I would have to look it up. I I know that uh you know Macon's geographically not across the world from New Orleans, but I I hear that New Orleans sound in his music, yes. especially on uh, track three. Can't believe you want to leave. That song sounds like it, it could have been it could have been just a ramped up version of a Fats Domino song. It's got the the triplets. It's got just that that rolling well, that's, melody. That's where he was discovered in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's awesome. That's what I say. I, I didn't know the context. Yeah, you heard it first. You heard yeah. it in the song. How, like I didn't know had he been in New Orleans for long enough to pick up that flavor. Is that something that he brought from Macon? But. I wasn't familiar with the song Can't Believe You Want to Leave until I listened to this record, you know, because it wasn't one of the, the radio singles. But every time I hear that song, I, I just think Fats Domino. Right. You know? yeah. I guess one thing I will say is, yeah, Fats Domino is kind of the uh, predecessor, I would say, to yeah, to Little Richard. It's not like Little Richard had the uh, was first or anything. But I think the the difference is for Little Richard to ramp be willing to ramp it up mm-hmm. you know to excel put the pedal to the metal mm-hmm. or to, yeah, to kind of the, ramp up all, the, all the songs put the roll in rock and roll yeah. little richard's putting the rock that, and yes. that's what i was trying yeah. to say the week we did fats domino is like you really hear the roll mm-hmm. in fats but yeah exactly richard is the rock yeah, yeah. exactly I'm, I'm glad you i'm glad you picked up on that too because it's I think those guys are like the masters of those two sides of this coin. Oh, yeah. They can both do play both sides. Yeah. But they are the absolute master. I can't believe you want to leave. When you know it hurt me so. Dying on bending knees. Oh, begging please not to go. Thoughts about Little Richard. I love you. Everyone should listen to Little Richard as often as they can. Yeah, can we all agree that this is 100% recommended? Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, it's my favorite thing so far in the book. It's the blueprint for rock and roll. Uh, essential. Nothing but love. Nothing. I was gonna say, can we praise it anymore? <laughs> I can't think of anything negative about the this. Words have not yet been invented for me to praise it. <laughs> the, <laughs> to, its, the, to its due diligence. The, yeah, the only... Only, I guess, criticism you could probably throw on is it is what I kind of said about fats is you get sort of the 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 type of songs which are A B A you know bridge ending, but there's nothing. And that's that, rock that, and roll, though. That is rock and roll, and that is um, I mean, Little Richard just carries it so much. Just his voice just kills it 
every time. My only criticism is that I was born in 1981, <laughs> uh, which I'm fine with, but I would have loved to have been a teenager in 1957 listening to Little Richard. You know, just being, having my mind blown. Oh man, to hear it fresh. Yeah, just to hear it fresh. Like, that's the only negative thing I can think about is that, like, I didn't get to hear it when it just was like, you know, I'm when I'm listening to it in my room and my parents are at work or something because yeah. I'm not supposed to have the record. Like, cause it, <laughs> it, it just would feel like the coolest thing. Yeah. All right. Next episode, we will be looking at Tito Puente. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dance Mania, Volume 1. Appropriately titled. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's very true. Alright, that'll do it. For well, it's time of the night and I just got paid. Fool about my money, don't try to save. My heart say go, go. Have a time called Saturday night. Now.